Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning yet again, Gail Helms, Executive Director. Did I get the title right? You did. I did. Always want to make sure we have our Executive Directors and CEOs and COOs and CFOs straight. And don't forget the Presidents. Uh, But anyway, Executive Director of the Humane Society's Pets for People. Good morning, Gail. Again, as always, great to have you with us. Good morning, John. I really appreciate the um, opportunity to come and talk about Pets for People. Okay, don't forget InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Gail, fortunately, we have had you on the air a number of times, and you're well-known around the community, and that's a good thing because the battle doesn't ever seem to win. Uh, A lot of aspects of it, I think, have gotten better as far as correct treatment of our four-legged friends, but still a long way to go, and that's what you and some other agencies mm-hmm. that you uh, cooperate with that we'll talk about later in the show are all about. Let's go ahead um, and talk about first the history of Pets for People, and the reason we want, we always want to talk about this, but one particular reason is that this is your 50th anniversary. You know, it's really hard to believe, John. Um, there was a group of citizens in Tyler in 1964 who went to what was then the um, Tyler Animal Control, their shelter, and it really was um, not uh, desirable. And so they worked very diligently to um, incorporate the Humane Society of Smith County to establish it and actually worked um, diligently to raise the funds and then opened the doors in 1968, where we have always been on County Road 386 for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, you became a selected admissions no-kill animal sanctuary. Kind of hard to believe it's been eight years since that happened, but it's really made all the difference for you, I think. It truly has. Um, before that, we were the impoundment facility for Tyler Animal Control, Smith County Animal Control, and a number of municipalities in Smith County, Bullard, White House, Hideaway Lake, Lindale Troop. And so during that time, we got about 10,000 animals a year through that shelter and with those numbers unfortunately the uh, euthanasia rate was really high and we really struggled with that and had the goal in 2008 to become a no-kill shelter but that meant walking away from those contracts that allowed us to have the funds to keep the shelter open so we walked away from about 40 percent of our revenue but we felt like it was the best thing to do it was the morally right thing to do for us as an organization and now you receive no government funding you're a donation-based organization and still going strong we and, are. By the grace of God, we mm-hmm. still are here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's many times we thought we had reached the end of the road, but, um, you know, things have turned around. And I think a lot of it has to do with continuing to educate the community. If you were born here in Tyler, you really knew about the pound, which is what we don't like to be called any longer. But so people who've been here a long time know to some degree about the history of the Humane Society. But for those newcomers, which there's amazing how many people are moving into our area on a very regular basis, they don't know. 
And so it's a it's a really it's a function of us continuing to educate people and raising awareness about who we are and what our services are. And in 2013, you changed your name from the Humane Society to Pets for People. And over the last couple of years, the name Humane Society has kind of crept back in there. So now you're the Humane Society's Pets for People. F-U-R is the spelling of fur, by the way, for those who may have just may just now be finding out yeah. about you. But that's because love is a four-legged word. Four-legged word. <laughs> well, I think we lost some people when we just were going by Pets for People, which is our DBA. But we felt like it was important for us to continue to make people know that we were the same entity by bringing back in Humane Society's Pets for People. Mm -hmm. And basically what you do, you provide an animal sanctuary for cats and dogs while helping them find their forever families. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much the bottom line Mm -hmm. right there. It is. Mm And to raise funds so that we can continue to do that. Yeah, well, that's real important. And we're going to be talking about that big time today. Gail Helms, Executive Director of Pets for People in Smith County, is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Uh, If you want to Google map it, the street address, if you will, is 1823 County Road 386 in Tyler. It's actually east of Tyler. Phone number is 903-597-2471. And the website is petsfurpeople.org. You uh, have a number of community outreach programs that I think we're going to talk about right now. And one of the ones that you want to promote and have been rather successful with for the past mm-hmm. several years is something to do with Meals on Wheels. It's called Meals for Peoples. Mm-hmm. We found out a number of years ago that there were a number of the clients of Meals on Wheels who had small house pets and they in some instances were sharing their food with their pets mm-hmm. and so we just felt a real calling to help those individuals so Meals on Wheels actually defined about 260 of their clients in six counties who were in need of some help we get donated bags of dog food we only s- feed pedigree dog food at Pets for People. Mm -hmm. So when we get these other brands of dog food, we want to share the wealth. So we repackage those. And every two weeks, we deliver about 260 of those rebagged dog food and cat food to Meals on Wheels. Then when their volunteers go out and make those deliveries for their clients, they also can deliver a bag of dog food or cat food which I think in many cases is a lifesaver. And a lot of these people don't have any other companionship. And so it's very important for these people to be able to keep that pet there as really just kind of their only friend. Mm-hmm. And I noticed 260 people, some of the material that you provided to me before we went to air says 260 people in six counties, which mm-hmm. is the Meals on Wheels ministry coverage area. Mm-hmm. So there you are reaching out beyond the borders of right. Smith County. right. And then we also do some work with Salvation Army. Yes. They don't have uh, facilities to allow people who are coming through with pets. And so um, they find out about these people who have the pets. And we can also share the wealth with Salvation Army with some of their their clients as well. So, you know, it's just about spreading the wealth and continuing to be a ministry helping people. 
Okay. Uh, recently, somebody donated, what, 2,000 pounds of dog food just with this past week, I believe? Earlier this week, an angel donated 2,000 pounds of dog food to us from um, the Meals on Wheels in Dallas who had a surplus of dog food. Mm. They called Operation Kindness who also had an overabundance. So this kind person delivered that dog food to us. And so it just really refurnished or refurbished our uh, supply of dog food so we can continue to help Meals on Wheels clients. So it truly was a blessing and it was just uh, it was a wonderful day for us to start our day like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can donate too and that's just kind of an, a big example of the kinds of donations and they, they don't need to and really can't all be all that big, but just kind of a, a Mm, heads up on something we'll be talking about later in the show, how you, how you can donate and also volunteer at Meals on Wheels as well. You have this something that's really interesting going on in the way of a reading program. Dyslexic students read to the animals. I know you've seen um, that well, stories on the Internet where kids are sitting in the shelters and actually reading to the dogs. Mm-hmm. And um, we had one mother to contact us. Her son had been diagnosed with dyslexia and had seen those programs and and so she uh, approached us about doing that. And so he was coming out um, every week, actually, with his uh, reading material, would sit down in the cattery, read to the cats, mm-hmm. uh, read to the puppies. And it gave him an opportunity to uh, build his skills reading, and nobody was there to really judge him. So he mm-hmm. could read to the cats, to the dogs, and if it made, made a mistake, it really didn't matter to them. And he really has made the comment that it's changed his life being able to do that and raising his confidence about his reading abilities. Mm-hmm. Things you don't necessarily think about right off the top when you're thinking about um a any humane society or any agency that works with um, animals that need forever families or some kind of special care but mm-hmm. something real special that you're doing that's having its own kind of success yeah it is okay let's kind of get into the meat of what you do here adoption opportunities you have adoptable animals mm-hmm. in-house and uh if somebody wants to adopt, it's $175 for dogs, $150 for cats, several things included in that adoption package. Let's just kind of run down how all that works. If somebody walks into 1823 County Road 386 and wants to adopt an animal. The adoption fee covers their microchipping, their first or second round of vaccinations. Um, they also get a collar and a leash. It also includes the spaying and neutering. Adult dogs and cats have already been spayed or neutered before they leave, but with the puppies and the kitties, when they get old enough, we send them to Bullard Vet. Dr. John Alexander and our family vet actually performs that service for us. So we make it, it's, it's really a turnkey deal. They've been tested um, before they are adopted when they first come into the shelter. So they're most likely going to be very, very healthy. Um, and it's a turnkey deal for $175. So we feel like it's a great opportunity for people to get a forever friend at a very reasonable price. Okay, spaying and neutering. Also vaccinations, microchipping, and then collar and leash. Yeah. What um, a deal. Okay, you bet. Uh, What are they vaccinated against? They're vaccinated for, Dr. John Alexander does our rabies vaccinations. We do the Bordetella, which is kennel cough to prevent kennel cough. It's a seven-in-one vaccination for distemper parvo. And so it's a full round of vaccinations that really 
protects them from any kind of illness. Oh, okay. And uh, we talk about horse spaying and neutering and microchipping are offered uh, as part of that package and also, I guess, as a separate entity. And I think we can start there with um, under the services that are just generally offered by Pets for People. Microchipping, that's $25, and it's become a very, very familiar uh, thing to do with uh, mm-hmm. dogs, and I, I guess with cats also. It is. But, uh, how, yeah. how, for the uninitiated, how does that work? It's a small, almost a size of a of a grain of rice, and it's injected between the shoulder blades. And in that little grain of rice, there's some really basic information about how to then contact. There are organizations or companies that provide that information or keep it on file. So when someone finds a dog or a cat with a microchip, they can go to a shelter or to the vet, have that animal scanned, and it will give the information as far as a phone number to call. Call that number, and then the database is going to tell them um, who owns the animal, um, and a, hopefully a, a working number that they can get in touch with them. So it's not GPS, but um, it really provides an extra uh, level of security in hopes that they can get the, the animal back home. Mm-hmm. But it's not fail-safe, so people need to also have their uh, current information on a tag on their collar. Okay. Pets for People is the agency. Our guest this morning, Gail Helms, the executive director. Um, number is 903-597-2471. And if you want more information, and there's plenty of it on there, the website is petsforpeople.org, and that's petsforpeople.org. Other services offered, dog boarding. People going on vacation need a place to put their animals? Yeah. Um, we only do it for dogs. But uh, you've got several different options there. Uh, but for people who have adopted from us alumni, the fee is $10 a day, which is really a great deal. Or uh, non-alumni, it's $25. And we think we're pretty expert at taking care of dogs. So when you board with us, they are able to have an indoor and outdoor kennel. They also were exercised numerous times during the day. So it's, uh, it's a great um, avenue for people to feel comfortable when they leave to go on vacation that their animals are going to be taken care of. Okay, and let's move into, I guess, where it really all begins with your accepting the animals in the first place, and that would be the category of animal surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could kind of run through w- with us how that process works. Well, for us, we are selective admissions, so we're not there to warehouse dogs and cats. If they're far too old, we would take them, but no one would want to adopt them normally. And so for us, we want to take them when they're six weeks old or maybe up to six years of age, maybe sometimes seven or eight, depending on the health of the animals. But we don't take bully breeds, adult bully breeds, because it's really a liability for us if we adopt those dogs out and we don't know what their history is, what sounds maybe would trigger something or smells. We don't have anything against the dogs or that breed. It's just that we have to be careful to protect the people who adopt from us. But for the most part, it's going to be um, probably 25% of the dogs that we have there are purebreds. We work with Tyler Animal Control and Smith County Animal Control. If there are dogs that meet our criteria, we also um, transfer those animals into our shelter. So. It's a wide variety. Lots of puppies come in and they're tested for parvo before they're accepted for adoption. 
Um, we also have large breed dogs, and they're really difficult for us to find homes for. So sometimes we run specials on them. We'll even waive the adoption fee because it's not about the money. It's trying to find them uh, a forever home. So um, it's just... Uh, People, when they come out to the shelter, can see how we really do take care of them. But we only have, we have criteria. We have to have criteria because we don't want to have all the animals there and be warehoused for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And along those lines, it's important for people to know when they can come by. Of course, they can call you, check your website. But hours of operation, Tuesday through Saturday, closed for lunch, 1 to 2 p.m. Adoptions, you do that from 10 to 5 on those days, Tuesday through Saturday. And then surrender from 10 until Three, just so everybody will know if they mm -hmm. want to do that kind of business with you. And you mentioned um, the uh, e either the city and or the county or both just a minute mm -hmm. ago. And the city mm -hmm. and the county, the city of Tyler and Smith County, have both upgraded their um, uh, animal services. I guess yes. is the best way to put it. Uh, there's a relatively new facility on the Chandler Highway for the city of Tyler. The county, I believe, has a pretty new facility as well. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but you work with the SPCA and other animal um, service agencies. And I hope that's a good broad generic term, animal service agencies. Yeah, it is. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, it's important, especially, I think, for people who, as we mentioned before, are new to the community to know how all that works. If the first place, if they want to do some business you know adopt surrender whatever there's the humane society's pets for people which is you but also there are the, the city and the county and like for example the spca they're gonna uh they have the same concern for the animals welfare but they have different ways of doing it and because of i th of the way that the landscape is set up now different animals that meet different descriptions can be dealt with a lot more effectively than right. they were in the past right. Many years ago, we were the only game in town, so if we uh, were not able to help you, people just didn't have any options. But now it's so much better for the animals and for the residents. If we're not able to take a particular animal, we have resources for people, whether it's Smith County Animal Control, whether it's Tyler Animal Control, the SPCA of East Texas. We also have a list of rescue groups who possibly could help. Mm -hmm. So it's not just uh, um, one organization that's trying to take care of of this problem it's just it's too monumental for one organization so we've come a long long way in animal welfare animal business here in smith county mm -hmm. and if they uh, aren't sure where to go they can always call pets for people we have lots of phone numbers that we mm -hmm. can provide people with and um you know it's it's all about trying to help these animals to get a home and to um to make sure that uh, there are facilities who can help them. Okay. You have a lost and found service as well? Yep, yep. On our website, we have a number of resources um, that we can help people find uh, the, either the owner or a lost pet. Um, when you go onto that particular part of the website, when you list your information and a picture of the animal, it creates kind of a wanted poster and so it goes out to probably 30 different vets and animal organizations but social media has made mm. such a difference for really raising awareness about the issues with animal uh, problems and, and issues and also reuniting lost pets with their owners okay and the perpetual care cemetery something yeah. we can chat about just briefly here yeah um, if you live in an apartment or if you maybe um, travel and you move around 
around and you lose a pet, we have a perpetual care cemetery there. Um, it's $300 for the plot um, with a nice granite headstone with an inscription on it. And we they are there to take care of it all the time. So it's protected, it's fenced in, and it's, um, it's a very quiet, nice place. Okay, you mentioned social media. Of course, they can like you on Facebook, and apparently a lot of people do. They can also go to the website, petsforpeople.org, and see pictures of some of the adoptable mm-hmm. animals. Maybe a good way of making your choice before you even walk in the door. So yeah, it really very helpful is. Too. Yes. Uh, Gail Helms, our guest this morning, Executive Director of Pets for People in Smith County, 903-597-2471 is the phone number. Pets for People, that's petsfurpeople.org, is the website. And now, 50 years in the business, let's talk about your big promotion coming up later this month. It's called 50 in 50. Right. Um, celebrating 50 years of service to the animals and residents in East Texas, we are always, nonprofits are always looking for funding. And it seems like the animal organizations are kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm. There are a number of nonprofits, and so we, um, just by the, I guess, the concerns and the passions that people have, animals may not be at the top of that list, but we're trying to get 50 new donors every day in 50 days so we're hoping whether it's five dollars whether it's ten dollars whatever the denomination if we can just get 50 donations or 50 new donors every day during that time period that would really secure our um, future if we can just get people to make a monthly pledge and like i said there's no pledge that's too small because it all adds up but it costs us fifteen dollars a day for every animal every day there at the shelter so when we open our doors every morning we're looking in the face of all of these animals and we have to somehow raise the money to take care of them every day our expenses are about twelve hundred dollars a day we have nine full-time employees three acres to maintain um, taking care of over a hundred animals every day so it is a humane society but it's also a business and so we're in the business of raising money so we can continue our mission of helping people uh, to find the pets. Okay, it's a few weeks off yet, but we know how time can sneak up on you, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's going to be August 27th. How do people find out more right now about the 50 and 50 fundraising campaign? Anything on the website, on Facebook? They can go to um, the website. We're in the process of putting that up, the information up. Um, but you can click on Donate on our website, or like what I do, it's so easy. Everybody's pays their bills online through the bank. Mm -hmm. Just put that in there as a recurring payment. You know, when you use PayPal or some of the other funds or opportunities, we lose part of that money for the processing fee. Mm -hmm. But if you'll just make a monthly donation through your bank, we get the full amount, and it's so easy. You put it in there as recurring, and you don't have to worry about it again. Okay. Questions? Call 903-597-2471 or go to Pets for People petsfurpeople.org, and our guest this morning is from the Humane Society's Pets for People in Smith County, Gail Helms, Executive Director, and I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Moving on here, uh, uh, and you've already kind of implied this, if not come right out and said it, uh, donations, you're very glad to take uh, not just monetary donations, but supplies and other types of donations all the time, whether it's 50 and 50 time or not. Yes. We have on our website a list of needed supplies, whether it's um, cat litter, 
uh, with having probably 25 cats in our cattery right now. We go through a lot of cat litter. Um, but even Kong toys that we need because everybody, all the, the dogs there have a Kong toy in their kennel to play with. Um, we can use bleach, we can use paper towels, just the basic household cleaning supplies that most people need. We need all of those because those are things that we have to spend part of our donations on. Okay. What about volunteer opportunities? I know you're like other nonprofits and you use a lot of and need a lot of volunteer help. We do. For us, primarily, it's to socialize the dogs and the cats, to come out, exercise them, do some interaction with them. Uh, having nine employees and really a, a skeleton crew, we don't always have time to really um, spend quality, quality time with the dogs and the cats. But you can do that, or we have fundraisers that we need some uh, support with when we have those fundraisers. Uh, but just come out and get a feel for how you feel like you can fit in with the things that we need done. Um, we don't have to have a schedule. You just come out whenever you can, anytime we're open, and do whatever you want to do. We're, we don't want volunteers to be cleaning kennels and scooping uh, cat litter. We want you to come out, um, enjoy the animals, have a good time with them, and help us with fundraising. Okay. And speaking of fundraising, you've got one coming up real soon here, just in, in less than a week. And it's Saturday, August 11th, I believe, yep. and it's called Cars for Canines. That sounds and looks interesting. It really is. We had uh, Jim Teeter with BMW of Tyler approach us um, to have an, an event there. It's an adoption event. We're going to be there from 9 to 1 next Saturday, which would be August August the 11th, in the front of their um, their showroom, uh, under a nice big um, porch that they have, we're going to be taking puppies there for adoption. And Jim has agreed that he will pay the adoption fee for qualified adopters. So it's not just come get a free dog, but we have criteria um, for people who want to adopt. But if you qualify, he's going to pay the adoption fee of 175, and you'll probably get a few more goodies to go along with mm. that. If you'll come in and make a $20 donation or more, we'll put you in the drawing for concert tickets to see Fleetwood Mac. Whoa. So just invite people to come out, learn more about us. If you're in the market for a puppy, come out. If you're not in the market for a puppy, come out anyway. Check out those awesome BMWs. Mm. Dairy Queen is going to be there with some blizzards, so it's going to just be a real fun time. They still call them beamers. I, <laughs> I, 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 I hear that. I, I guess Jim can <laughs> fill you in on that. That's at BMW yeah. of Tyler. Cars for Canines Saturday, August 11th, and it'll be from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. right there at the yes. BMW dealership. And he wants to make this uh, twice a year for us, so we're really excited and really honored that he would want to partner with us on this. Okay. It is August it is hot. We've been blessed with a few cool mornings these last few days, but uh, all bets are off, and we always want people to know that uh, during the cold winters and the hot summers especially, they need to take make a special effort to take care of their pets. What are some of the things they need to remember? I think a good rule of thumb is if you're hot, they're hot. If you're cold, they're cold. But in the hot summer months, people need to have a way for these animals to get under something or a, a shade or whatever that they can get some protection from the sun. And I think that really even includes livestock. Um, just to give them some protection from the hot sun, make sure they've got plenty of fresh, cool water. Don't put that water bowl out in the sun. Nobody wants to drink hot water, but they need to have those cool um, 
pails of good uh, clean water to keep them cool. But you know, for the young ones and the old ones, if at all possible, bring them in the house. But just treat them like you would a family member. It's just hot. Um, for the dogs at the shelter, we actually put um, large chunks of ice in their water buckets. They can play with that a little bit, but it just gives them a chance to get a really cool drink of water. Mm-hmm. Good Our swimming tips. pools will work really good too, okay. as long as you keep those um, the water changed so it's not going to be a, a pit for mosquitoes to be laying eggs. Yeah, which is another consideration altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it going? I mean, you've changed your mission over the last several years. You have local governments and other agencies now to work with that either didn't exist in the area before or weren't performing quite the same functions. I'm sure things have gotten better, but uh, still, so many people abusing animals or just neglecting animals. People need to be reminded that um, animals need the same kind of love and caring that people do and so many of your problems would cease to exist i I guess if people would well Mm -hmm. i don't guess it's true if people would remember those things right and um, uh, real kudos to the smith county sheriff's department they recently filed felony charges against someone for animal cruelty where somebody was beating a four-month-old pit bull puppy Mm -hmm. with uh, the buckle uh, of a belt and so kudos to them if we can just get the word out that there are consequences and that um, you're going to be held accountable it actually is uh, against the law to abuse animals so if people would just be realistic and just treat them as a family member or a a creature with with feelings it would make life so much easier for everybody involved but you know as i said before social media is making such a difference as far as raising mm-hmm. awareness about some of these creeps that are out yeah. there abusing these animals but people need to call law enforcement not to overrun them but to call law enforcement if you see things that are not right especially with it being so hot and you see a, a dog in a car a child in a car right you need to call somebody you know, step in and take action. Okay. So much yet to be done, but so much, fortunately, that is being done through your efforts and the efforts of uh, the other agencies mm-hmm. that you work with. been talking to Gail Helms with um, the Humane Society's Pets for People on Farm Road 386. Uh, that's where it is, right? County yeah. Road Co- 386. County Road 386. Yeah. My bad. Out there in the Sorry country. about that. Okay. No, phone number is 903-597-2471. The website is petsforpeople.org. And we're out of time. But Gail Helms with the Humane Society's Pets for People. Again, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, John. It's my pleasure. You bet. And that is our show for this week with Gail Helms. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.